Okay, let me see what I got going here. Ron is recording the call. It says on yeah, the Yeah, I'm recording the call. So you want to start? Um, he no. just... <laughs> he just... Yeah, I'd love to start, but he just wound up on... Uh, he on just wound up on the phone. I see. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see if that's Sean calling back. So you're re you're recording straight off Skype then? Apparently. Good. Okay. I don't even know how awesome. to do that. There's got to be a simple more way. options yeah. thing down on the left, Rob. <clears throat> or up up near the names. If you can figure out how to record into your studio, Rob, that'd be great. But if Un unfortunately, what I had working perfectly before is not working today. Well, that's fine. Let's just do it before something else breaks. Okay. Uh, more options, open conversation, go to call, type a message back. Uh, who's that? Awesome. We'll take care. Okay. Bye -bye. Who's not, that? Not him. Okay. Let's, uh, <laughs> you figure out how to record it? Well, we're going to record directly to <clears throat> Skype, hopefully. So yeah, I'm showing we're recording so we yeah. can start whenever. All right. Uh, you want me to get a clock on this? Or should we just go to we hear glass? I've got it on my watch right here. Okay. Go ahead, Matt. You're up. <clears throat> well, welcome to the show with no name. I'm Matt Jolly. And joining me today, as always on this show, no matter what happens, it seems like we can figure out how to do it, is uh, is Rick Peterson and Rob Ryder. Good, uh, good day, guys. Well, hello, you, and, and that and, was awful, by the way. Yeah, but that's that's fine. I think we'll stick with it. Uh, the one thing yeah. about this podcast is is we don't we're going to offer it to you, blemishes and all. It's and, possible. Uh, if, it's if possible sounds, we should name it no retakes. No, there you go. Listen, so far, I, I have to tell you that I thought the best and, and probably the best name that has that has been suggested. By the way, we're, we're asking for your suggestions. Uh, has been the three point. Because there, there is no, yeah, there is no more controversial topic in aviation uh, than whether to three point or wheel land. I think. <laughs> but you see, I, I, I was kind of partial to the prop wash because that sounds like prop wash to me. Yeah, that does. <laughs> I'll vote for the prop wash. I do kind of like that. Did you notice the fourth voice, though? This That's is, right. Tell this is something very special because in the studio with us here in my location outside of Cincinnati, Ohio, is is Ken Reeder, a gentleman who was very influential in kind of rekindling my love for flying, helped get me into an RV7A. Good morning, Ken, and welcome to the whatever prop wash three point whatever podcast. <laughs> in, <laughs> prop wash course, sounds great. Is, uh, Ken, of course, is uh, is the lead pilot for Redline uh, that we all know and love and uh, have have seen grow over the years. And uh, we're glad you could join us this morning, Ken. And you have some big news. We uh, have a too. get. Yes, this yeah, is a we get have a get on this show. And, and yes. by the way, let me just say, too, that coming up a little bit later will be none other than John Melby. We're very yes. excited to have him on the yeah, show. Right. So we want to welcome Ken first, and then we'll get to John next. But uh, go ahead, Ken. Glad you could join us. Oh, happy to be here. It's it's uh, it's great to be on the Prop Wash program. <laughs> and uh, He's really guess... done it for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. This is great. Got, got, all three of you guys together, I, I can... I can be so lucky. You know, we really need to talk about, uh, as as you're here, the elephant in the room, as we discussed <laughs> offline, the three of us discussed offline, uh, you went through a huge tragedy last October. 
Yes, I did. Uh, you know, one of the toughest parts of my life, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, my partner, John Thacker, was, was killed in an air show, uh, while we were performing the night show. And, um, uh, unexplained as to why it happened exactly, but, uh, yes, um, and uh, he would want nothing more than me to, to, uh, continue with this. We had, we had built such a, such a great brand, uh, Redline Air Shows. And, and, uh, to be honest, for me to continue with this at this point right now has really been easy. Uh, you know, the, the, there's enough shows, enough people out there that, uh, that is not the issue. Now I'm, I'm, uh, happy to, to say that I've been working with a, a few guys flying the RV8 and, and setting up for a wingman and, and, uh, uh, Sean Rosner, is going to join the team, and he's going to be my wingman for the foreseeable future. That is the scoop, gentlemen. Yeah, I'm real excited. He's he's got a an awesome background. Uh, he's been involved in the air show industry quite a bit for the last oh, four or five years. The for uh, three of those years, he was the uh, West Coast uh, F-18 Super Hornet demo guy. And, uh, and then he, he left there and was flying a T33 for another, for another show last year. And so it is, it is fantastic to have him flying with me and a lot of experience, a lot of, a lot of good military experience. So I didn't have to bridge that gap from, you know, a civilian performer that doesn't have any, uh, formation, uh, experience. So that was an easy, uh, Easy, a common language between us doing it. So it was let's talk, though, if you will, about he's got all the military experience, but there's a whole lot of difference between flying a, a Super Hornet that can power itself out of almost anything to a 180 horsepower RV8. Um, how? What kind of experience does he have in small propeller-driven aircraft? You know, fortunately, he uh, he went to a, a university and and uh, got all his civilian ratings before he got in the Navy. So he had propeller experience and certified flight instructor and tailwheel experience. And so he had all that coming in the door. So and not to say that he was uh, exactly current in it, a little, little, uh, I'd say a little less than that, but looking at the ground at uh, <clears throat> straight at the ground at 700 feet and thinking, Oh, I've got plenty of time to pull out of this is a different view than <laughs> in a <Yeah>. jet. <laughs> So he's, he's had to work around that a little bit, but he's flying the airplane great. And, and Where are you with certification and everything, Ken? Because we've had a, a government shutdown and things got a little behind, and you've got a season coming up. Is everything on schedule? You know, we're on schedule for the uh, uh, the the certification to do this, uh, and, and we are we do have some question marks there. We're holding our our. Uh, Fingers crossed here for the next couple of weeks while we do get this, uh, the rest of the, the, uh, evaluation completed and then get the paperwork in. But uh, I'm cautiously optimistic, uh, that it is going to happen and uh, we'll be ready. Our first show is, is, uh, Melbourne, Florida, the end of this month and then, uh, Sun and Fun a couple of days after that. So we're, uh, yeah, we've been practicing a lot and, uh, I'm anxious for the warm weather to start helping us with our practices too a little bit. <laughs> Me, maybe more than you. We just got another <laughs> dumping up here in Canada and I've had enough of winter. So I'll join you down there. Thank you very much. Yeah.
Yeah. Well, Dan McLaren's making all the money up there off that snowplow stuff, Rick. Yes. That's, uh, that's big business for him. However, <laughs> however, Matt, I got to tell you, just as an aside, uh, when I was with Dan down in Tucson this past uh, week at the Heritage Flight uh, Training Conference, he got the call about the plow. And they said, can you come? He says, no, I'm down here where there is no snow this week. So yeah, just saying. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Ken, talk to us about the airplanes, because. You and John, you, you, you had two sets of airplanes, complete red line aircraft. So uh, talk to us about uh, the one that Sean will be flying, because I know you've we've seen on Facebook and other social media sites that you've been going through sort of a remodel, a repaint and rebranding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the the uh, the I, I wanted to take John's uh, we'll call it the Dash One airplane, the, the airplane that we've been flying the last few years. And I wanted to have it painted so that it, it looked like uh, the the Dash Two airplane, uh, the new modern paint job. So uh, uh, the last uh, six weeks it's been at the paint shop. I actually pick it up tomorrow, and uh, we'll put all the uh, the labeling and stickers and and everything else on there and. Uh, and then my Dash One airplane that I've been flying for a few years, I'm I'm having that painted in the next few months. So there's going to be a one, two, and a let's just call it a a backup three. Uh, we're gonna probably take that around to the shows and uh, use it for uh, media and and sponsor rides, a few things like that as a three ship. So that's awesome. So Rob Ryder will be officially named. Redline oh. three here. Oh no, no, no! I've had three point five, maybe. I've had, <laughs> I've had uh, three formation lessons from Ken, and they went really well. <laughs> but I'm not anywhere near the kind of uh, uh, the kind of uh, ability or skill level needed to do your show. Oh, well, we're, we're not going to. The number, the dash three, won't be part of the the uh, the, the air show itself. It's right now. We're going to use it as. Um, Flying the photographer for, uh, you know, media events and things like that. And it, it, it'll be neat. Maybe we can get in some circle of the jumpers or something small later and we'll work into a three ship. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, let's talk about this because like we said on our first episode, we like to talk about our friends behind their back. That's what they yes. do. <laughs> yes. We'd rather why, do it in front of their Tell back. us, yeah, why, why didn't you choose the guys and gals that you flew, uh, with and, and just decided on, on, on buzz for what was the uh, tell us tell us the dirt here ken what what didn't you like i'll just put you on the spot yeah, with yeah. The, uh, let's with get the, into this uh there was one guy that that filled in for me last year when i broke my arm and uh but i i think he's uh he's heavily involved in the uh in the uh, iac stuff so uh uh the natural choice was to pick somebody that first of all I really got along with, and interestingly enough, John and I both knew Sean from uh, previous air shows, and we, uh, to be honest, my parents and his parents sat around uh, having drinks at one of the air shows, so uh, we go, yeah, at the Dayton Air Show, isn't that yeah, funny? that's great. So, um, so we knew him well. Our third choice for a, a third uh, or second wingman on the team was Sean, uh, you know, going back you know, two years ago, and we would joke around about it, saying he'd constantly say, when are we going to get the third airplane? And so that part of it uh, was a natural fit uh, for him. And, and you know, I, I, I find this funny. You know, you fly an airplane really well in an air show. That's about 25% of the the whole 
issue of, of air show performing. The, the other 25% is, is getting to know people on the ground and being friends with the organizers and just that side of it. And then 50% of it is me getting along with my wingman and having fun with him. So, and this, and Sean filled the whole, the whole nut on that. Well, and there's a tiny percent that you're leaving out, and that is how well you look in those snazzy red line flying yeah. suits. And it's all in the wrist with the wave on the back of the car. That you got to so, it, it really is. It really is. Yeah. yeah but, well, that's great, Ken. I'm, I'm glad that you've, you figured that out. And hopefully, I guess he's, he's having all of the appropriate dental and hair work done. Uh, this winter, so he, he yeah. it's the image that you that you're looking for. Actually, I'm having all of that done. He looks good already. <laughs> That's great. Well, I'm looking forward to that, and it's uh, it's great to know that it uh, it continues. The legacy is there. That John will always be remembered, and uh, and and the team is is intact. Yes. Yeah. Me too. I, and I'm, and and just getting ready for this uh, next season has been a blast already. Just. Uh, you know, uh, figuring all that out, figuring out each other, uh, is, you know, half of it for formation flying. So he's, he, you said one day you did how many loops in one particular weekend of practice? Well, no, we, you know, uh, Bill Stein said to, uh, John and I, we were practicing a new maneuver. This goes back a little ways. And he says, all right, when you get a hundred of those, call me and, and you're, you'll be ready. And, and I, you know, I thought, oh gosh, a hundred of those. That's, that's crazy. And then, so that prompted me to start counting how many loops we were actually doing and where I felt like we were starting to get in the groove. And at that, that day that I put the video up, we'd done our 53rd loop. And, um, you, you just, you think about those numbers and they add up pretty quick. I mean, you do, you know, five, six, uh, ten loops a uh, uh, practice, and you know, eventually you get there. And I'd have to say that we're we're pushing the hundred mark now, and and it's now we're starting to get into that. Okay, I, I, it makes sense why you want to do many, many, many of them to to get in the groove. So it's pretty neat. And with Bill uh, Stein, you never know if he's kidding or not. I mean, that's the hard thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's like in the briefing, he's probably going to look at it and he's like, really, you did that? Oh, I was just just kidding about that. Kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah but he might hear this say that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Last so that's, year. That's great. I got have a you funny learned, story. Ken, Ken, have you learned? Oh, sorry. Finish your story. Yeah, I said I got a funny story. Last year, um, we were uh, at the Battle Creek show, and uh, Bill Stein was there performing, and he was there with uh, uh, doing an eval for uh, uh, the uh, Canadian Harvards. And uh, John walked over to Bill, and he, he comes over to me first, and John says, "Well, he's doing a check out there. Why don't we have him do ours? That'd be great. You know, he, he's he'll be honest with us, and then, you know, blah blah blah." So John went over there. Now you have to understand that. The, uh, the Battle Creek show went from the, uh, 4th of July all the way through, or I'm sorry, all the way through the weekend to the 4th of July. So we were together six days and John asked for this eval on day one. So that eval took six days to be completed. That's the longest eval. And we'd be at dinner and all of a sudden Bill look over and say, Okay, so what would you do if? <laughs> it's like, no, you should have asked him like 15 minutes before we leave. <laughs> and not after you've been drinking. Yeah, I know. It, it was actually, <laughs> I'll tell you what, learned a lot from him. He, he is a, just an encyclopedia of knowledge. So. Yeah, and a great, and a very safety minded guy. Have you learned anything from a Hornet pilot, a super Hornet pilot that may bring something to the team that, uh, that you've discovered now that you've been working together. 
Yeah, you know, uh, he has a, uh, uh, I think a little bit more experience on the safety aspect of it. Um, you know, they would harp on that after and before every flight. So, um, it's a few things that, that John and I actually did, but I think, uh, flying with him has kind of brought it back up to the top a little bit more. So, uh, there will be a little bit more, you know, that, brief, that, that, that military brief, debrief thing is something a lot of industry outside of even flying is learning from, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and 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 he is very much uh, connected to that. So, which was great when, because I was kind of brought into that too once it, when I got started in airshow flying. But to see him kind of blended right into that same mentality is is uh, well. I, that's what I was concerned with, with uh, some of the civilian performers or, you know, I just didn't want to get anybody. And I didn't want anybody to say, oh, you know, Redline Air Shows, well, whatever you want to do. And I wanted somebody that was going to actually question what what and why we're doing this if and and not be afraid to speak up that uh, we, we're going to need to try something different because I, meaning him, is not comfortable with the, whatever we're doing. So, yeah, it's been uh, a real breath of fresh air. Boy, that's terrific to have him on the team. And, uh, you know, so many of the military guys, and we, I, I think the three of us talk about this, and, and the industry as a whole talks about this. When, when the demo team pilots or, or any of the, the team pilots, jet team pilots leave, you know, they always say the same thing. God, I like to, I'd like to stay in the industry. I'd love to be able to do something in it in the future. And, you know, every once in a while, maybe one of them really will stick in the industry. So it's, it's cool to see. Uh, Sean hanging out and uh, and kind of getting back into it. I mean, I think that's terrific. Yeah. yeah, it's always like a piece of the family leaves and you never see them again. You know, like Spe- speaking of- speaking of family. Now, Ken, that you are effectively in this broadcast, or I keep I'm going back to my old radio days, our podcast, the fourth blade in our prop wash, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I would like I would like to get your opinions on Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, and what's gone on now with the launch of this wonderful superhero movie, and its Air Force tie-in, and it, it may even give flying a bit of a boost and air shows a bit of a leg up. What do you think? What do you think, there, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> that was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I, I, I heard from my sons. Um, you know, they're they're pretty excited about seeing this movie, and uh, uh, and and you know, and I've actually watched many of them with the with them with my kids. So, but I look at this, and and my uh, my eighteen year old says, "Oh, Dad, this this one's not going to be a good one." I said, "What? What do you mean?" He goes, "Well." Because everything she's been saying, so she's uh, she's made a whole bunch of people angry about it. I'm like, oh really? So I'm I am I do know of it. I do know that she's made some comments that uh, a few people are concerned about. But the people that are, these are the yeah, hell hath no fury like uh, like a comic or a Marvel comic book um, geek scorned. Yes, one yes. has to be very yes. careful yeah. about what one says. <laughs> Well, thanks for I, that, there, I uh, Jim Mini Glick. We're glad to glad you could bring this up here yeah, with, uh, yeah, with Rich, us this the, morning. You're the movie reviewer in the in the industry, yeah. so yeah. you and you and your wife go out every Tuesday night to see a movie, don't you? Absolutely, and we're on the list to get this one done, and it's it's opening up here very soon. And I saw last night uh, Brigadier General Jeannie Levitt, Levitt the uh, the first uh, in the Air Force to fly fighters. Of course, uh, she was on with. Uh, 
with Bree and Jimmy Kimmel, and they're all doing the circuits, and I think it's great. And the Thunderbirds, of course, did the flyover of the premiere yep. last night in Hollywood. So I think it, unlike Top Gun, uh, it might not have that same kind of impact because of what it is, but these things do our industry a little bit of good, and it's fun to hitch onto the ride. Oh, Meanwhile, yeah. out at sea, I understand Tom Cruise, if you read and believe everything you see on the Internet, uh, that it, uh, and we may see that as early as next year, next summer, as a release for Top Gun 2, and right. expect a trailer anytime soon. But if you believe what you're reading on the Internet these days, he's being a bit of a dick. Oh. <laughs> Which, which you can say on a podcast, that's not on a right. broadcast. Do we have liability insurance, Matt? I think no, that was your response. not at all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Thanks, Rick. You uh, know, it's funny. It's amazing how word travels, but I think I heard the same thing. So yes. Yeah. I don't understand why, but there's Go ahead, Rob. I'm sorry. You get wealthy, you buy a Mustang, and all of a sudden you know everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if we could have we could have the ultimate tell-all, you know who we should have on, but we probably shouldn't say his name. Because we don't have liability insurance. Because we don't have liability insurance. <laughs> right. We could probably have a real insider on that. That'd be kind of fun, but he, he wouldn't talk to us nonetheless, but uh, <laughs> no. it'd, be, it'd be fun. Listen, we're, we're just about out of time because we've got to get John Melby on here, Ken. Yeah. Uh, give us give us the lowdown. Uh, if, if fans, I know they're going to be thrilled when they hear that Redline is going to be back. Uh, give us kind of the, the lowdown on, on the where and the when uh, they'll be seeing you here in the near future. Well, you know, I'm I'm still getting uh, shows calling me. We're, we're, right now, we're at uh, 15 shows for the season, and uh, just got a, an email for another one this morning up in Quebec. So, um, uh, where where is that at? I, where is that at? Is the, the, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's just yeah. the promise. Rob is, Rob is looking at me, me, reaching over for my telephone to figure <laughs> out. I, let me give you a little French lesson before you go. There is that uh, you're going to see on their license plates. Uh, when you get into Quebec, the words is je me souviens, and it means I can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, American. Just, just uh, it's, it's the Mirabelle, Mirabelle show, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're asking if I'm available for a, uh, for a, a weekend in September. But yeah, so we've got, uh, so Melbourne and, uh, Sun and Fun. I think Sun and Fun, I might end up as a solo ship, uh, there. Uh, then I, I purposely didn't book anything all the way through to the beginning of July. And uh, then we do uh, Traverse City. And uh, for the 4th of July, a few days later, we're going to go to uh, Battle Creek, Michigan. And then Pensacola Beach, Florida, the next weekend after that. Uh, then we go to Oshkosh. A couple weekends up there. I've got a local show, uh, Hops and in the Hangar here in Middletown, Ohio. Uh, that's the, the field that I actually practice at. And Rochester, um, uh, let's see, uh, and then, uh, Bever Beverly, 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 Massachusetts outside of Boston. Yeah, we're, yeah, Rob and I are doing that together. Beverly, Massachusetts. And, uh, then we do the Hartzell, uh, uh, here, Hartzell Propeller private show, which, uh, is really an honor to fly with these guys. And, uh, Boy, let's see. I, then I've got Bromont. Oh, I've got the Ocean City, uh, New Jersey in between there. And then we got three shows at the end of the season in Florida. Jacksonville, Florida, Punta Gorda, Florida, and uh, NAS Pensacola. Oh, that's so, It's a shame about Sun and Fun. I mean, I guess they're spending all their money on Rick. Otherwise, yeah, they'd bring, yeah, they'd bring that's, your, that's uh, be it. They'd bring Sean in, but, uh, well, that's a shame. We'll, we'll, we'll talk bad. to Greg. Yeah, too bad. I mean, I knew they didn't have money, but we'll pay performers. But geez, yeah. 
Oh, the, what is so amazing is that you're crowding 15 shows from July on. That makes it a that's, very tight schedule. Yeah, that's an amazing, amazing season. You know, a lot of these shows we actually had uh, had booked from previous year, but you know, it's it's great that all the all the shows are coming back and saying, hey, you know, come and fly, you know. Let me make one observation, if I may. It's something that you guys, you and John, created once you left that other team and went on your own. I, I remember that the three of us had dinner together, and you were yeah. asking me what you should do. And I said, you guys need to prepare to finance this thing for five years so that people will realize you're serious about it and you will be a survivor. But it took about a year to start picking up shows. Yeah. But you guys, and I'm sure that Sean will be the same way, will deal with the public in such a way that you will continue being appreciated, respected, liked, and wanted by the air show industry to do your show. And that, that is exemplified by the fact that you were still getting calls saying, with organizers saying, whether you got one or two, we still want you. And that's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, thank you for all that. Yeah. It, it you know, I've, I quickly figured out that, uh, that, the, the there's more to the air show than just the performers. There's more to, uh, you know, the, you think the, the announcers and you, you, you go all the way down to the guys, you know, fueling the trucks and bringing them to smoke oil. John and I used to joke around, you know, we got these T-shirts made. And the, the, the first time, a hundred we had made, I told John, I said, we got to give this to the smoke oil and the, and the fuel guys and the girl working the desk behind her, the people that aren't normally seen. But without them, this show wouldn't even happen. So um, kind of, a, I guess, a grassroots effort that I really didn't know I was doing. So I'd be handing out all these. And, you know, I come back the next year and they're like, yeah, we were requesting that you guys come back. And I think all of that, uh, you know, just being an average normal guy and don't get too wrapped around who you think you really are not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No well ego. Red line. Well said. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you guys out on the road again. And just real quickly. Uh, Rick, in the last few in the last few minutes here, we got we got to get John on. We, he's we held him well, last week. We got to get him on this week at, at least. But John tell Nelly. me, tell tell me quickly because I, I want Ken to hear this because Ken is a huge fan of the Crate Wolf Lodge, as I know you are. Oh uh, yeah, Rick, oh, yeah. and uh, you well, know see, you guys you had such a great watch. experience there. No, it, you see, all three of you know what a Great Wolf Lodge is. I didn't know what a Great Wolf Lodge is. I've never seen one. <laughs> And United, I did the uh, Fagan Fighters show and was coming back through Minneapolis, and one of those famous Midwest uh, storms brewed up. Chicago got shut down. To make a long story short, they had to book me into a hotel because the flight was canceled. Now, it's a kitty, it's a kitty water park. Well, that, I didn't that know the that. parents can get drunk as skunks at <laughs> on, like, $15 margaritas with, uh, with, with kind of, well, it's just, you know, it's, it's this just food. <laughs> So it was new to United Airlines on their list. They hadn't used it yet. They said, we have one room available for you. It's at a new hotel. It's called the Great Wolf Lodge. And I thought, well, that sounds very Minnesota. It's got a wolf on it. That'll be cool. So I get there, and the moment I get out of the cab, and you got to remember now, I've missed a flight. I've been all day traveling to get to this one, and I've got a bit of I've got a bit of stubble going. I am I'm over sixty years of age. I'm by myself, uh, so this uh, this overweight, unshaven, sixty-some-year-old drags a camera bag out of his car, out of his taxi, saunters into the lobby of a kid infested, and they're having a great time. Hotel, all by himself, with a bag of candy. 
If you can imagine to anyone who's ever been to the Great Wolf Lodge and heard the cacophony that is the children in the water slide, if you can imagine that going as quiet as to hear a pin drop and everyone, every one of those parents just look at me. You'll understand why I'm no just judgment. a – yeah, there was none at all. It was the longest night of my life. <laughs> and it literally is the longest night of your life because you don't get any sleep in no. a Great Wolf Lodge because there's kids so, running up and down the hall. And there was even a kid in your room or they were – wasn't there? Oh, there's somebody no, trying no, to get in your Well, listen to that. Okay, now we have to – because Are you a clown that does balloon animals? <laughs> you go. You're going to go so far over time here. I'm sorry. Yes, we, go we, ahead. Travel, go ahead. we travel so much, and we stay in so many hotel rooms. I, unfortunately, and if you've stayed at the Great Wolf Lodge, they give you a wristband that opens your door. It's all electronic. They have the latest bells and whistles. So the gentleman, who, by the way, was wearing rabbit ears, like <laughs> rabbit ears, who checked me in. That's not normal. I went up. Well, it is there. After after having dinner and a beer, went up to my room and swiped my wand, my little wrist, and the door did not open. And uh, and three times I did this and it didn't open. And now I'm angry because I waited for four elevators because they're packed with kids in wet bathing suits going up and down to get to the rooms. And I I'm I'm I can hear somebody in there. And I figure they're stealing my camera equipment because I travel. And I'm like, oh, my God, this place. So I head back down to our little eared friend. And I say, I'm up in 346. And I'm pretty sure there's somebody in my room. And I've got a whole bunch of camera equipment and computers in there. And I, you, you got, and they calm me down. And they said, Mr. Peters, let me see your wristband. And I said, right here, 349. And they said, sir, you're in 549. <laughs> oh, and I was no. pounding on that door. Somebody scratched <laughs> Mommy, Daddy, somebody was outside banging on our door. Uh, yeah. So I left it. Uh. I, I left it 3 a.m. for my 9 a.m. flight. And that's my Just great wolf. Skulking. Life. Skulking out of there. Well, on that note, I, ha I hate to say this, but we'll have to get John Melby back on because we're all out of time. To, no, on no. This, on this episode, we'll get him back on. But uh, Ken Reader, thanks for coming on. And uh, the yeah. big news, Sean Rozier, Buzz, as we all know him, is going to be the new the new red. But he doesn't guy. want to be called Buzz anymore, right? Yeah, I should have said it. Yeah, he, he's he's trying to. Uh, he laughed. He says, you know, I just don't want to be that guy when I'm 60 still being called Buzz. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sean, but it's it's it kind of sticks. So. Yeah, it does a little bit. <laughs> That's right. So he's he's the pilot formerly known as Buzz. That's right. Yeah, we'll call him right. Prince from now on, I guess. <laughs> That'll work. All right. I, that was a terrible joke. So nice, uh, on that note, we're going to we're going to we're going to leave it. Rick, uh, I, thanks for, uh, for for telling us the story. I'm, I'm very sorry about that, Rick. Yeah, well. And Rick and George <laughs> Davis Mountain Air Force Base. The the lodging is very yeah. very good there. Great nothing, wolf nothing like Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah. No. I'm, I'll look forward to that and uh, kicking off my air show season there. And uh, it all starts now, my friends. We're all getting ready to go in the next few days. So let's have a good season. And for this record date, uh, if all works out, tomorrow morning I jump in my little airplane and head to Yuma. Go back to Arizona. So I'll wave as I go by, Rick. All right. That'll be, awesome. That'll be awesome. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you on the next episode, which will be coming up in two more weeks. 
uh, where we'll have another guest on. And of course, we, we still need more suggestions. Melby. Yeah, we'll get Melby. John back on. Melby. Melby. We need, though, we need your name suggestions. So for whatever we're going to call this thing, uh, just keep it coming and uh, we will select one. And uh, look forward to that. And you win. You win a one-night stay at the Great Wolf Lodge. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll talk to you next next time. Room 530 so now. Bye now. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.